Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. You're listening to the Deal Room Podcast. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on business sales and acquisitions. Get across trends in the area and hear the industry's best recount their real life tips, traps, and experiences. Now, here's your host, Joanna Oki. Hi, it's Joanna Oki here and welcome back to the Deal Room Podcast, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. Now, today we have on the show Brian Wilson from the software company Arrow Software, who deal primarily with business brokers and assisting business brokers to organize their marketing efforts. And today, Brian and I are talking all about winning tactics for business brokers. So buckle in, here we go. Brian Wilson, I just want to say a massive welcome to the Deal Room Podcast. It's so good to have you on the show. Thanks, Joanne. Lovely to be here. Wonderful. Okay. Maybe we can kick it off um, by you giving our listeners a little bit of a snapshot of Arrow software um, and what you do there. Yeah. So we are a specialist in the real estate and business broking market, and we produce a integrated CRM and website solution that's designed to improve profitability through increase in productivity and generally making business brokerages work more efficiently and more effectively, along with assisting our real estate agents market their properties. Love it. Okay, wonderful. And today's topic obviously is all about winning tactics for business brokers. So maybe just as a bit of an overview, if you can start by perhaps giving a bit of a perspective on what it is that you've seen in the business broker market and where you think you know the gap had lied. Where, where's the issue in the tactics of business brokers and, and how is it that you turn them into winning tactics? Yeah. So, a lot of the conversations I've been having um, with business brokers of late have been around how busy everyone is. And not only are they busy, but they are phenomenally busy. They do not have time in their day to make one more phone call to email one more customer. While they're busier than normal, that's not necessarily in all cases translating across into revenue. And so one of the key objectives for me and the team at Arrow is automating as much as we can around the day-to-day communication, leaving brokers free to do what they do best, which is be in front of customers, either face-to-face, via video conference or via the phone, building those relationships and winning those listings. Yeah, brilliant. And so, presumably, you see lots of business broking organisations. What is the number one? We've talked about the issue that they're busy, but not necessarily effective in, in, I guess, getting listings, selling the business, getting transactions across the line. Is that what you're talking about in terms of the effectiveness side? Yeah, well, a lot of the business brokerages that we talk to, they don't actually have a marketing strategy in place. It, it's almost taken on an ad hoc basis. So each particular deal or business is a bespoke sales engagement. And what that means is it's really time-consuming and difficult for them to market that business effectively and efficiently. It also means that there's quite frequently a disjointed 
approach to the sales process around that particular business. So there just tends to be a lot of wasted time and effort. And unfortunately, it does result in a lot of communication that perhaps isn't as on point as what it should be. So when you say that communication that isn't on point, what's an example of that? Yeah, one of the most recent examples that I've been given is a gentleman who was looking to buy a cafe or bar in mid-north coast of New South Wales. Now, the original uh, business broker that he signed up to find a business with, they ended up putting him in a mailing list, which sent him an email at about three o'clock one morning uh, with an automotive business in central Queensland. Now, that sort of event happens way too frequently. The end result was he immediately started looking for another business broker. To me, that's something that's easily avoidable and and very quickly able to be stopped by the appropriate use of technology. And so what is so what are the points then that help to drive proper marketing to the proper people. So obviously in your example here, um, he had um he'd been put on a list and the emails. You, you know, the email for every business for sale was going to everyone on the list. I guess that that's what it sounds like here. And you're saying, well, actually, you know, no one of the components that's required is greater targeting. So how do you achieve greater targeting? So the first and foremost method is to actually listen to what your customers are telling you that they're after, because obviously they know what they're after. And they know the sort of money that they're willing to spend and the sort of business that they're looking for. So actually listening to that and then putting them in a group of people that can be either targeted by a particular industry, a particular region, a particular price bracket, so that the communication that they're getting is only really targeted towards those particular people. They're not receiving things that aren't of interest. You've got to remember people in the post-COVID world are more receptive to receiving um, digital communications, but only if those communications are relevant and delivering them value. Yeah. Look, you're absolutely right. You know, I guess if I was looking for a cafe in, uh, you, you know, in northern New South Wales, I wouldn't necessarily want to hear about an automotive business in... Uh... <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. But it's harder than it sounds, I, I think, is the reality to to find ways in which you're you're able to collect data in a way that's segmented, but then to communicate in a way that matches the segmenting without it taking your entire day. But maybe this comes exactly. back to what you're originally talking about. And and I guess ultimately we're getting really micro here. And perhaps in a moment we'll we'll step back and look at um the bigger picture again. But but what is the answer in this targeting? So so what are some ways and are there ways that that can be automated without it being you, you know a, a massive time investment? And and I'll give you a bit of context for my question here. So we we run in our legal practice many different types of marketing marketing to segmented audience. So we recognize the issues that you're talking about and we recognize that there's a need for targeted communication. But it certainly takes a lot of effort because we have to have the systems and processes in place to um, to put uh, inquiries into buckets that they relate mm-hmm. to. And then, but it's not just that we have to craft communication that then 
then talks to those different segments as well. Is that the same level of uh, involvement that's required in your clients or, or is there a way that there's your software allows more automation or that you have seen just from a practical perspective that allows greater automation to allow targeting without it being you know, such a heavy work. Yeah. So the simple answer is yes, it does. One of the main benefits that a system like Arrow can provide is once you've set the system up and you set those processes up, it's a relatively hands-off approach because you only need to set it up once. It's then a matter of making sure that your subject matter experts have a consistent strategy that they're working towards and are producing content on a regular slash semi-regular basis that uh, allows for that communication to go out. So really, we remove the hard work of getting the information to the people, leaving your guys or the business brokerages the task of preparing that information rather than having to prepare it and then send it and then track who has opened it and who hasn't. Yeah, right. Okay. Fascinating. There you go. Okay. So uh, we've been talking about targeting communication to the right set of buyers. But of course, in order to have something to sell to a buyer, our business brokers need, need the vendors. And I know the listings, you know, in, in the marketplace at the moment, it appears that the listings, um, and perhaps it's always, always the case, the listings can be harder to get that than the buyers themselves. But it's particularly the case, you know, at the moment um, in what I'm hearing everywhere. And we certainly have an influx of buyers here at Aspect Legal as well. So I can tell you it's absolutely... Yep true. There are a heap of buyers out there at the moment. So we also need to look then at marketing to the vendors themselves. So where are some of the tips that you see in marketing to effective marketing to winning vendors? Look, to be completely honest, it's, it's the same as marketing to buyers. Because at the end of it, as a business broker, your job is to bring these two parties together to knit out a deal so that everyone's happy. Having that targeted and relevant communication to the buyers is just as important as it is to having it for the vendors. You need to have a clear, concise strategy around how you're going to market not only the brokerage, but also yourself and have that communication ready to go at a moment's notice. Okay. And so I, I love case studies and stories. I can't help it. But maybe if you could share with us some examples of what you've seen where perhaps there was a bit of a mess and then the cleanup of it and the outcome of getting getting marketing more orderly and more effective. Yeah. So for one of our um, most favorite customers, and I use that term very um, very loosely, they were in an absolute mess with one of our competitors' platforms. And it was no fault of our competitors' platform. It was literally that the old adage of garbage in, garbage out. They hadn't gone through the process of actually working out their processes and procedures and everything before setting up the software and then trying to do it after the horse has bolted was very time consuming and problematic. So when they came across to us, we sat with them, we worked out their processes and procedures beforehand um, and spending that couple of hours with them, just getting them to start to think about, okay, rather than doing the same thing over again and expecting a different result, Let's look at how we can perhaps change the way your team works um, and utilize and leverage 
the technology to actually do a lot of that heavy lifting. Now, from their perspective, they went from needing about 19 hours to produce a market-ready campaign down to around two and a half hours. That was purely to create the content. And so let's get deeper then. Where where was that time saving? So that 17 hours that were saved, what were they doing before versus what they were do- what they're doing now? Exporting out to Excel, their entire client database, then trying to sort through getting feedback from brokers on who don't they want it to go to, who do they want it to go to, then also trying to remove those contacts that I have unsubscribed in the past, then also making sure that they've got all of the information ready to go. That took on average about 10 to 12 hours for each of their mail campaigns. Afterwards, that's, that's one of the issues if you don't set the systems up properly is it can be incredibly time consuming, um, especially when you're not using a integrated platform. So you're taking data out of one system and potentially bringing it across into another. That does also create the possibility of errors. So some people getting the information that's not relevant to them. Mm. Okay. All right. So we've talked about targeting communication, um, getting systems and processes in place to ensure that once, uh, you, you know, we've cleaned our information up and we've segmented it properly, it's easy for us to seg- send segmented uh, communications out. Are there yep. any other top things that a broker should be thinking about in terms of ensuring that their marketing is effective and efficient? <laughs> I think we've covered off on the efficient, but I think the thing that we need to really focus on is that word effective. To be effective, um, you need to be able to produce a strategy that everyone is aligned with, everyone understands and everyone is working towards. Without that strategy in place, you're going to end up with communication that doesn't align and can create confusion or even worse, can create potential customers leaving the business. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And so what are some examples of that? So what have you seen, you know, happen that leads you to make that sort of statement? Look, um, it's, I mean, I've been a salesperson now for almost, well, over 20 years unfortunately. Um, One of the things that I can honestly say is when a salesperson doesn't listen to their customer, that's going to end very badly for that particular salesperson. Now, when you're in a business where you need to build relationships and you rely on those relationships, just ignoring one customer tends to have a ripple effect through the market to the point where I have seen business brokers that have been very good at their job for a very long period of time end up leaving the industry because of the fact that they just weren't listening to what the messaging they were supposed to be giving was. And so it caused a lot of confusion. And in the end, it brought about a termination of that employment relationship purely because they weren't on board. So the particular company is Victorian-based and they were um, they focus in that childcare, aged care segment, which everyone knows an aged care facility. Okay. So trying to hide the aged care facility actual identity um, is is quite difficult, but it is something that if you don't do, people that work there, if they hear the business is up for sale, they get skittish. Um, And so what happened was this particular broker had come in from a different segment of the market. They had a very, very long, almost 20, 25 years, I think it was, in business brokerage. He'd been with this particular company for a couple of months and he was talking to a prospective buyer about 
a aged care facility and he pretty well identified it to them, even though all of the messaging and all of the information he'd been told was don't do it. Um, he pretty well identified it. And that particular buyer went straight back to that particular aged care facility and said, I hear you're up for sale. Oh, God. Oh, dear. They had about 18 resignations in a 48-hour period. Wow. Because no one was prepared to be out of a job or potentially out of a job if it was bought by one of the franchises. They apparently don't take everyone. They cull a lot of staff and bring other people in. So there was just a mass exodus. Um, and, And they hadn't actually made the firm decision to sell. They were just testing the market. And again, if you're not if you're not aligned and if there's no alignment with that strategy, particularly on go to market, then if you don't get the right people in that are willing to adapt to the strategies and look at a proper marketing plan, it can create some major issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to the point what- where this guy's now actually um, having he's now selling real estate. Right. Right. Because not that there's anything wrong with that. No, not that there's <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that at all. But um, when you've spent 25 years selling businesses, you don't necessarily think that you're going to be not able to continue that through to retirement. Absolutely. So what the message? Clear strategy, clear process, clear procedures. Fabulous. Okay, wonderful. Well, look, is there anything else? You know, we've covered a lot today in you know marketing, targeting communications in ensuring that we have clarity in our strategy and in the way we're executing our strategy. I guess are there any last minute, you know, additions that you want to leave um, our listeners with today? No, I think that pretty much covers it today, Joanne. Brilliant. Well, look, for our listeners, uh, Brian and I will be providing you with a webinar in the upcoming weeks talking all about effective marketing to win vendors and get droves of buyers. I'll be talking about a lot of the marketing that we do and a lot of the marketing tactics and strategies that we have in place where avid market marketers <laughs> out there in the business sale and acquisition space. And obviously, Brian will be talking uh, about some of the learnings at Arrow Software um, and what else are you going to be talking about in the webinar? Really, what we'll be talking about is how to, I suppose, target those the right people um, and then how to have those processes and systems in place, place and give you some examples of those processes and systems in place to make the most out of technology. Brilliant. Okay, wonderful. Um, and what you'll find is on the your show notes page and on our website, you'll find a link straight through the registration page. And have no fear if you miss the webinar that we're holding because you're listening to this a little bit later than when we're holding it in 2021, um, we will have this available as an on-demand webinar into the future as well. So you'll find the link still in our show notes. So go ahead, either register to come along to the live event or if it's after the effect, if it's after the event, then make sure you register and we'll make sure we shoot you through a recording of the event. Of course, if you can make it to the live event, then you'll be able to ask questions. We'll be able to answer all of the questions that you have. But I just want to say a massive thank you, Brian, for coming onto the Deal Room podcast today. Thank you very much, Joanne, for having me. Brilliant. Okay. Wonderful to have you on board. 
Well, that's it for this episode of the Deal Room Podcast. Of course, today we were talking with Brian Wilson from Arrow Software all about winning tactics for business brokers. If you'd like more information about this topic, then head over to our website at thedealroompodcast.com where you'll be able to download a transcript of this podcast episode if you'd like to read it in more detail. There you'll also be able to find details of how to contact Brian at Arrow Software. If you're interested in finding out more about how Arrow Software might be able to assist you in your business brokerage. There you'll also be able to find details of how to contact our legal eagles at Aspect Legal if you or your buyers or sellers would like to discuss any legal aspects of sales or acquisitions. And finally, if you enjoyed what you heard today, then please pop over to iTunes and leave us a review. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button as well before you go. Well, that's it. Thanks again for listening in. You've been listening to Joanna Oki and the Deal Room Podcast, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. See you next time. Have you heard of Aspect Legal's partner program? Our partner program is a free program that's open to brokers, corporate advisors, accountants, and any other advisors to businesses who are dealing with organizations that are leading into a sale or acquisition of businesses or shares. As part of our partner program, we offer free access to our legal hotline, which is a support line to our specialist lawyers. We also provide a pre-free sale legal review to buyers and sellers where we educate them about the process and timelines from a legal perspective. And the third element that forms part of this partner program is a match-up database that we run where effectively we're able to connect up accountants or brokers or corporate advisors with businesses who are looking to either sell or acquire. So if you're a partner of ours, you go straight into that partner database and where we can see opportunities to provide matchups, then we introduce you. And the final element of our partner program is ongoing education in the form of seminars, webinars and meetups. And that's something new that we're introducing into the partner program in early 2020. So if you're not a partner, then all you need to do to become a partner is just pop us an email at partners at aspectlegal.com. and just simply say in your subject column, I want to become a partner. It's as easy as that to get immediate access to our free legal hotline and all of those other resources. We look forward to having you on board as a partner. Ladies and gentlemen, that will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening to the Deal Room Podcast. To find out more about this episode and other episodes in the series, check out the show notes or head over to our website at thedealroompodcast.com.au.